hey guys welcome or welcome back to overthinking and underperforming hope everyone's doing great as always someone just told me the craziest thing which i actually think is my biggest pet peeve and i just wanted to share because i feel like if there's anyone actually doing this this is so it's just oh it just makes me so upset so you know like when okay so basically my friend just told me we're just having a conversation and he was telling me how he tried Krispy Kreme for like his first time. If you don't know, it's like a donut place, whatever. Personally, I've never had it. I thought it was an American thing. I didn't know if if it was an international thing, whatever. But I've never tried it, right? So he goes and then he tries their like um glazed donut or whatever. And I think that's like their like, that's like the one that everyone tells you to get. Because it's like the original, like, you know, the, you know, creme de la creme, whatever they want to call it. And sorry, why was that so cream? Creme de la creme, please. Anyway, um, yeah. So then this guy decides to put Nutella on the bloody thing. And here's what pisses me off, guys. This is what I'm getting at, okay? When you go and try something, yeah. Sorry, this is just, this is so petty. But honestly, if you go and try something, yeah, don't go adding your own nonsense to it. Like, appreciate it for what it is first. Like, if it's like your second, like you've been there 10 times and you've, you know, now you want to try spreading some Nutella, some syrup. I don't know what the hell you put on your donuts. Do it after. You know what I mean? Don't go there for your first time. It's like, for example, this is so me, by the way, actually. I'm actually a huge hypocrite. I was going to say, like, if you haven't tried a specific type of pizza first, and then you go, and then you put ketchup all over it before you've even tasted the bloody pizza. What? What's the actual point, dog? What is the point? What is the point? Like, what's another example? I'm trying to think of another example. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Do you know what this is giving? This is giving the person that goes to the restaurant, yeah? orders food they put salt before even tasting the food you know, do you get what i'm saying are you not like i feel like it just makes me lose brain cells i'm like but what was the point then just order something you already know and then put what you already know is good because you've tried it before and you know you have experience and you have history with the taste and you want to spice it up because you know don't just do it for just bro oh my gosh i literally lectured him and i said this is so ridiculous just don't go just don't order that thing any just don't even talk about it with me because i was like why would you anyway let me stop spiraling let me stop spiraling anyway today i wanted to talk about i want to talk about so many things and one thing that i've come to complain about is teachers and here's the thing right i love teachers i think teachers literally like they have that like the they have so much power they genuinely have so much power and i think they need to be respected more because i know but i i mean that's like part of like the high school experience like you always have those potato kids who are just really giving a teacher a once oh my gosh i've just remembered once like i knew someone who made a teacher cry like on like three separate occasions and i was just asking myself like how does it get to this point but anyway Moral of the story is that teachers have a lot of power. And I was just thinking about it and I was just reflecting on like my whole high school experience and all of that. And I was just, there was a specific time. Okay, it happened like a couple of times with a couple of different teachers. Only me, okay, twice maybe. But especially when it came to like English, okay? So let me paint out the picture. So in English, I had this teacher that was just, have you ever met someone who you're like, why, do, why are you a teacher in the first place? And here's my thing. I understand that at some points in your career, whatever path you're going through, maybe teaching will like, 
I don't know, catapult you somehow. I don't even know what you do teaching for. I don't know, like, but anyway, it was clear that, like, she, she wasn't there for teaching. Like, she was there because she had to be a teacher. You get what I'm saying? So, and I just feel like teaching is one of those jobs where that should not be allowed. Like, you need to prove, there needs to be some kind of, like, test, some kind of psychological test where that teachers take before they apply to a job that shows that they actually want to be a teacher. Just because you know they actually have the power to actually ruin you as a kid. And I know there's so many students who know exactly what I'm talking about. In fact, I'm pretty sure, like, majority of people have experienced this at least once with a teacher. Where, like, for me, as I was saying before, like, it was in, it was, like, English class. What class was I? This was, like, year nine, year eight. Like, year eight to year ten type of, I think. But before her, I had another English teacher. And, like, English has always been my strong my strong suit. Like, I loved poetry. I loved, like, freaking, like, I was ready. I was ready. I need to read a book. I need to analyze. No problem. I got you. Like, ever since, like, primary days up until I got this teacher. Like, English was one of those classes that I was, like, if, like, maybe I've, I don't know, failed um some other, like, biology, whatever. Even before I've done that English test, I'm, like, okay, at least I have my English grade. So, then I got this teacher and this teacher just literally made me feel like the biggest idiot that ever walked the planet. Literally, I remember there was a time I was in, we were talking about like freaking, I don't even know, was it Shakespeare? I don't know, I think we're reading like one of the, like the Shakespeare uh, plays or whatever. And yeah, it was Hamlet. Oh my gosh. Yes, it was Hamlet. Was it? No, what's the guy with the with the, the killing? Macbeth. That's the guy. It was Macbeth. So basically, the language is confusing me. And I'd reached a point in time where she'd already, like, in my head, I re- I genuinely believed I was like an illiterate idiot because this babe, I promise you, every kid in that class probably knows. Okay, at least every kid at, who was sitting at my table probably knows that this babe just wouldn't leave me alone. Like, she just wouldn't leave me alone. She really just was so persistent. Like, I remember there's a time after class, my friend was just like, hey, yo, man. <laughs> like... I'm sorry about that. That was very tough. Anyway, so yeah, and it's like the second I got her as a teacher, my grades just started plummeting. And I was just looking back at it and it was like when I switched schools, there was just a huge difference in in like my grades. But I started to realize a lot of it was because of the teachers. Like for example, chemistry. I had a very, like, it's so sad. You know when you meet a teacher, Pambi, man. You know when you meet a teacher um, that, like, they're such a nice person. Like, they're really just, like, their heart is so pure and they're just there trying to do their best. But the teaching is not lining up. You have no idea what they're saying. They don't even sound like they know what they're saying. And you're just kind of, like, really... And I had one of those teachers with chemistry. And the second... And I used to think chemistry was just going to be the death of me. And then the second I got, like, a good chemistry teacher, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually good at chemistry. Like, I actually know... In fact, this it was fun. Organic chemistry? Give me that. Actually, don't give me that, please. At this level, I don't want it. But, like, back in, you know, IG days, IGCSE's days, I was like, man, easy stuff. Give it to me. Come on. That's after I got a nice... Like, a teacher that actually knows how to teach. And not only knows how to teach, but, like doesn't want to make you jump off a building because sorry that's whoa 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 that's a bit extreme but like you get what i mean like they don't want to make you like just you know puck up because you're like man you're just making me feel like an idiot like you're not helping so i don't know but i was just thinking about it lately and i was just like bro teachers have actually so much power and i'm the type of person to be like 
I'm that type of person. I believe that, you know, that whole thing of like, if, if you can't change the situation, then change your attitude. I'm that type, like, I believe in that heavily in the sense where I'm like, if I don't, if I'm not good at something or like, I don't know, I just don't blame my external environment as much. Like, I always understand that I play a part in it. So I'm like, if I'm struggling in something, it must be me, you know? And I was looking at it and I was just like, maybe I just needed to try harder. But then I was looking at the fact that I was so much better with other teachers and I was so much. And it was just like, as a kid, first of all, I was like, what? How old are you? You're like 13 in year eight. You're like, what, 13, 12? I don't know how old you are. Around there. Like, I have no business like trying to like, my bloody prefrontal cortex isn't even like halfway there in development. Like, I'm not about to sit there and make some philosophical like philosophical answer to all my problems and be like actually I just feel like you know it's all about me and I just have to try hard like at 13 I'm just like we're we understand that adults are like superior and they're like you know on top so what they say must go so when you really make a kid feel like they're the dumbest person on earth it's like the labeling theory right it's like if you genuinely surrounded by this idea that there's something that maybe they're not they slowly will become the thing because they're, they're in an environment that constantly tells them that this is what you are so even psychologically you're completely confused and then a part of you is actually like man you know what, maybe this is what I actually am. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's something I was also thinking about. But what I've just remembered is a conversation that I was having with my friend actually a while ago. And we were talking about how like people deal with um hard situations, right? We're talking about a situation where... um Okay, so let me paint the picture. So basically, someone wanted to walk out of a situation because they felt like they just couldn't handle it anymore. But then another party was like, no, like, this environment is good for you because it's so hard, like, because it's so hard for you to be in that environment that when you're out of that environment, you'll become a stronger person, right? And I understood where they are coming from. I'm like, okay, you know, some when you go through hard experiences in, in life, you come out stronger most times. And, you know, because you learn a lot, you know, you learn a lot about situations, you learn a lot about yourself, you learn a lot how to handle things, you know, you just learn a lot. So that was their mentality. And I understood that. But then we came across this in um one of my child psychology classes that I was taking. And they were saying how like, okay, so they're basically there were different types. I think I've talked about this before, but there are different types of um parenting styles and the different types of um and there are different variations of temperament. And they were talking about temper temperament as this like innate thing that you can't necessarily control, especially when you're so young. So it's like parents have to adjust their their um what's it called their parenting styles to their child's temperament, just because when you have two opposing term like um parenting styles, you have a parenting style and a temperament that's like clashing then it can create a situation where the kid turns out a certain type of way just because of that kind of conflict right so then I applied that to the situation that I was being told about by my friend and I was like they were they were in a situation where like I was like you do need to actually exit this situation like I can see like if you if you wanted to exit this situation I'm not gonna be the person to be like no you just need to stick it out because I understood where they were coming from and I think I understood the person enough to know that 
people learn certain things in different types of environments and not to say that you should you should like run away from every bad situation because a lot of good does come out of bad situations in most cases but it doesn't mean that because that's you know good come can come out of bad that you should be constantly allowing like yourself to be in an environment that you don't feel safe in just so that you can grow because then it comes to like then it's like the whole thing of like what's our definition of living you know and i'm sorry to make this whole like existential like thing deeper than it needs to be but anyway that's who i am that's what i do but um it's like why am i gonna spend a large part of time right suffering in order to learn and like yeah valid but what like if i were to god forbid leave this earth tomorrow like if i you know if they weren't going to be here tomorrow if they lost their lives tomorrow like i'm pretty sure they'd look back at their life their life at that moment in time and be like yo i wasn't happy like i didn't want to leave this way like i had so much to you know what i mean and i was just like i get it but at the same time it's like life isn't always about suffering so that you can grow you know what i mean it's like it's like, what are you going to leave here on this earth with? You're going to leave with like the memories and the experience of life, you know? And if that experience is you constantly putting yourself in a hard position to learn and like, yes, it's definitely good to challenge yourself in order to experience and grow. But if it's a constant thing of just accepting, like, you know, like, I've, I don't, do you guys get what I'm getting at? Like, I just feel like if you're in a tough situation, then and it's one of the situations that you really can't get out of then yes i guess it, it, that's um that's an opportunity for you to learn how to be happy in a situation like that or to be content or to just live your life in a way that is more than just tolerable but at the same time if you can avoid a situation where you're gonna be unhappy then why not avoid it you know what i mean like, I was just like, when they were just telling me that, I was frustrated for them because I was like, I totally understand both sides of the story. I mean, I totally understand where that other person is coming from. But like, at the same time, you do not need to live your life feeling like you need to, you know, constantly be between a rock and a hard place, you know, in order to grow. Do you get what I mean? So, I don't know. I was just thinking about it and I was just, uh, about that and I was just like, damn. Damn. Anyway, peace and love. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening to this episode, and I will see you next week. When I said she get it from her mama.